0: Welcome to Another Day Above Ground, a show for, by, and about baby boomers. It's the podcast for people who have no idea how to download a podcast. And now, here's your host, Dale Irvin. Well it is that time again kids. It's time for the Baby Boomers to get together. Welcome to another day above ground. This is the show made just for you. It's all about Baby Boomers and it's presented to you by three Baby Boomers. In addition to myself, let me introduce from Denver, Colorado, Carolyn Strauss.
1: The only one of us who's in denial about being a Baby Boomer. If anybody asks, I've only been doing a podcast for Baby Boomers for what, more than three years now? But when somebody asks how old I am, I am at least, 49, and I'm sticking to it.
0: Well, we're in <laughs> denial about you being on the show, so we got that going. That's <laughs> perfect.
1: <laughs> See, this is why this relationship works so well.
0: <laughs> and from Indiana, the Aristotle of comedy, Mr. Tim Slagle. Elon Musk
2: fired all his employees after they circulated a letter that was critical of him. Uh, they didn't leave immediately because their cars hadn't charged up yet. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Somebody sent me the funniest thing a little little video clip about the Tesla AA and it runs on 9500 AA batteries and they open it up and it's just batteries everywhere it's a very funny little piece huh. anyhow we, uh you know, we all always like to talk about things relevant to to baby boomers. And one of the things I think is when you get to be a certain age, you start to look at your bucket list. Now, this is, of course, the things you want to do before you kick the bucket or go below ground. And uh, everybody's bucket list is different. Carolyn has a very, uh, very unique item on hers, So she found a guest that shares her bucket list item. So Carolyn, we're going to let you to introduce our guest today
1: well, our guest today is my friend Angie Kennedy. First of all, she's the baby of the baby boomers for nineteen sixty-four. Yes. yes. Yeah. And Angie is just one of the coolest women I know. I mean, she's, you know, been through the marriage and the kids thing. She um... It's
0: called a family, not the
2: oh, marriage right. and the kids thing. She's <laughs> escaping me. right. She did all that. Apparently then, it um... wasn't on your bucket list, huh, Carolyn? <laughs> well, (laughs) that was so off any list that I ever had from the
1: time I was two it just it just didn't exist right and she's a yoga teacher and we were talking the other day I was actually in her amazing hot yoga class she's incredible and we were talking about bucket lists and I said something about you know we were talking about parachuting and hand gliding and she said oh I hang glide and I said, you you do what? And she's like, yeah, I do it all the time. So I thought, given that it's on my bucket list, I would bring Angie on to talk about like the daredevil stuff. Because, Dale, I know that you have no interest in getting on a giant kite where you go run off a mountain and just let it go.
0: I have no interest in anything that would endanger me. You know, so yeah, that that, that you know, it takes a lot of stuff off the list.
1: I think
2: just let marriage. it go is a very good description of what would happen to Dale running off the cliff. with a
0: kite. <laughs> You don't want to be underneath.
2: <laughs> so please welcome, please welcome.
0: God, please
3: our let friend. that be a bird up there. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that is a big bird. Oh man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway, Angie Kennedy is our guest today. Welcome, Angie. Thank you. I'm so
3: happy to be here.
0: Well, Angie, you know, so Carolyn's given you quite the lead in. You? You're a yoga instructor and a hang glider. What? Let me ask you the first question. What attracts somebody to, to hang gliding? I mean, you know, it, it's it's kind of dangerous.
3: <laughs> well, I actually saw a movie when I was 12. It was called um, Skywriters, and it had James Colburn in it. And... um uh, ever since then, I decided, you know, I wanted to fly hang gliders. So then I moved to Southern California and I started when I was about 22. And then I flew up till like 35. And then I stopped for a while and I just started again about a year ago. So, so you, you, have you have your got own a big... glider? I actually have two right now. I'm trying to sell one. If you guys want, decide you want to fly, I do have a really great glider for sale.
0: Huh. How much? Okay.
3: How much? How so much? It's tw- the one I'm selling is twenty four hundred, but they can be pretty expensive new.
2: No, no, I just want you just wondering. I, I have no idea what it would cost.
3: Right. Well, I have another one that I just bought for eighteen hundred, and that's that's a good price.
2: Uh huh.
3: Wow. Yeah. So you're so selling you get, I,
2: the twenty four hundred dollar one, but keeping the eighteen hundred dollar one? Are you on a budget, or did you just get a really good <laughs> deal geez. on that other one, and you're trying to?
3: Well, I started on the other one because it was a little bit bigger. And a little bit easier to launch off if the wind isn't very, um, if the wind's light. And then I realized, yeah, I want something that's a little bit more controllable in the air. Not that I couldn't control it, but if you fly strong air, there's a lot going on. Mm -hmm. So you really want to be the right size for the glider. So I bought a smaller one Mm. that fits me really well.
0: So what do you do? You just find a tall place and jump off?
3: (laughs) Well, you take instruction. And when I was learning back in 85, they didn't necessarily do tandems as a part of instruction, but now they always do. So they take you up tandem and they teach you how to fly. And then you go to the training hill and you learn how to launch and land. And really launching and landing, that's the only place you're ever gonna get hurt. So that's the most important thing.
2: Actually, I think it's just the landing is the only place you ever get hurt.
3: You're right because even if you blow a launch, you're still going to be landing. You're right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so so it's always the last you, two feet that kill you. You know, yeah. always. You always. said you
1: started it in the '80s. You know how they've in, they've um, um, improved tennis equipment and golf equipment and and all that. Have they improved hang gliders since the yes. '80s? Yes.
3: Yes. In the '70s, the um, list was really long of accidents and fatalities and then as it and in the late 70s early 80s it really started to improve but interestingly enough I was in Florida last year and I was talking to a newer pilot and he said yeah right about the 2000s is when gliders started to get better so I think every time a person gets into hang gliding they always think that they're at the part where it started to get safe but hang gliders are much safer than they used to be. Much, much. I thought safer. you
1: were gonna say every time somebody gets killed, they make them better. Oh <laughs> I no, that was what you were gonna say. You're amazing what a
2: lawsuit will do. <laughs> exactly. You
3: know, it, it, it's always gonna be pilot air you know, because hang gliders are really—they're very—they're meant to fly. They're very stable and. Um, but pilots. No, bur-
0: birds are meant to fly. Birds are meant to fly. Hang gliders, you know, are, they're not meant to fly. They just are pressing their luck to fly, you know. <laughs> well,
2: cuts he... are meant to fly, too, but I can't tell you how many were eaten by trees in my youth. <laughs> there
0: you go. There right. you go.
3: Now, do See, you do to any... me... Oh, go ahead. No,
0: I, I was just, no go ahead. I, I was just going to ask you if you do anything else dangerous besides that. I, I, Carolyn mentioned uh, skydiving. Have you ever skydi- dove or skydived? Dove? skydive? I
3: skydived when I was 30, because I was really 30 was my really tough year yeah we talked about yours mine was 30 and I just so I ran a marathon and I jumped out of an airplane when I was uh, you know right before my 30th birthday well how old were you when you had children I had my first when I was 35 and then 38 and then 40 and I have a stepson also that sounds way more dangerous than any of this other stuff. <laughs> it right is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so you can't imagine how many times I would have just gone out and gone hang gliding if I could. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of trying to manage four children.
0: It sounds like you were dumb doing something while hang gliding to have that many kids in a short period of time. <laughs> but, you know, that's not for me to decide. Yeah, I, I always wanted to try... Uh, jumping out of an airplane but I I really couldn't see a real excuse to leave a a perfectly good airplane but I have tried the iFly towers that you see all over now where it's indoor skydiving you go into this big round vat or whatever it is and they turn on these fans and you're skydiving which is it was a cool feeling and I knew that you know even if the power went out I'm only going to drop about 20 feet onto a net so you know or whoever happened to be under there but um (laughs)
1: so the closest I've ever come to that feeling is zip lining so I think it was like my 45th birthday I was speaking out at a spousal retreat in western Pennsylvania and I got to this place and it turns out they have the longest zip line course in all of the east coast so I thought okay I'll give it a try and I was by myself. I'll never forget I got there and they I walk into the place and they harness me up cuz I got the last one of the day cuz I had gotten there, you know, in time to have dinner with the client, but I had a couple of hours. So I take the little bus thing that they have and they they suit me all up and they they strap me all in and they say are you here by yourself? Obviously, they're strapping me and I'm alone, and I'm like, no, I'm here with my six imaginary friends. It's my birthday, <laughs> and they're looking at me like, what? I'm like, yeah, they're all coming with me, and and I said, but can you only charge me for one person? And they laughed; they thought it was funny. And then they took me up, and I I zip lined, and that feeling of flying. Oh my! I I am I have I am Angie. You're gonna hook me up. I am gonna hook you up. I am going. I am going hang gliding, you guys, and that is on my bucket list. And if all goes well, it's going to happen before the end of this year. Yes.
2: Can I rewind a commitment. little bit, Carolyn?
1: Yeah?
2: What were you doing at a spousal retreat?
1: I was speaking <laughs> at it. I was speaking at it. Yes, I was, I
2: was As As an... People- as an- as an expert,
1: yeah,
2: I do <laughs> w- was it kind of like uh, uh, stay married, everyone? Because uh, uh, here's here here's what happens if you don't.
1: <laughs> no, it's you know, you're, as, a, as, a, as a motivational speaker, you're supposed to be aspirational. Oh. so I showed up.
0: Wow, wow. Yeah, so that's you know, that's, that's that's like the the pope giving sex advice you know if you haven't if you haven't done it who's gonna listen to you You
2: i was thinking it was kind of like the driver's ed crash films that they used to show
0: us
2: (laughs) that is really funny because
1: yeah i have spoken at tons of spousal retreats for corporate groups and and they're all like so are you married i'm like nope and they they're like and why are you speaking here i'm like because i understand what it costs and that's it now hang gliding i don't understand what it costs what does it cost to go hang gliding
3: well you can do a tandem for less than 200 so my 17 18 year old almost 18 year old daughter she's actually flown tandem a bunch of times she's actually flown on the training hill too so you can get lessons for about 200 dollars in tandem for about 200 well, actually, that- i
2: think i think you could go hand gliding for 2400 bucks yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know lots of mountains where we are out here in colorado
3: i just listed my um a hang glider on on ebay for or on craigslist for 2400 and i thought you know i'm gonna make sure if anybody calls me that they actually know what they're doing or they're under an instruction i won't just sell it to anybody
1: yeah. yeah can you it does it fit in your car like so does it break down or do you need a couple people with you if you're an experienced hang glider, like you've got your eighteen hundred dollar one, yeah, can you just go by yourself up to a top of a mountain, put it together, and get on it? No, or...
2: you got to have your husband there. <laughs> well, then I wouldn't
3: it's be a, able to fly. It's a spousal I don't hang glider. <laughs> See? Yeah, exactly. See? I could, but I typically wouldn't because it's just not—it's not really the safest thing. But if it was perfect conditions and I was there, I probably would.
0: How do you steer it? You're well, heading you straight for a mountain. Shift. How do you steer it?
3: Weight shift. You shift your body weight, either direction, and then if you want to go faster, you pull in. If you want to go slower, you push out. It's really easy.
0: Mm. That's that so familiar. Many things. <laughs> <laughs> Tim, do you have anything on your bucket list? That well, actually, you'd like to- you know, we started talking
2: about this last week and 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 I went to uh, a bucketlist.org and and they have they have they have a, they have a bunch of stuff here that uh, uh, the, the the most popular things on people's bucket lists. Like uh, uh, learn a new language is there and it's that's a really good idea. I always wanted to learn English because I, I, I i've been trying for a while but i don't think i i don't think i ain't got it yet but there's a lot there's a lot of stuff here that i have done uh visit a volcano go on yep. a cruise see yep. the northern lights nope. that's one
0: that's mine i have never seen the northern lights i really no. want to that's oh. on my list um
3: go to minnesota
1: Yep. they're there yeah. <laughs> you can see
3: them there really or, i thought you had to
0: go to iceland or something
2: nah minnesota. nah not this time of year no you 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 only have to go to like northern northern wisconsin or minnesota huh it's uh uh and this is here here's one i did i i i uh, um swim with dolphins
1: oh I've, yeah i've done it me too I've, have you it. not done that one? No. Oh yeah, you go to one of those resorts and they take you out and you get to swim with dolphins. It's very fun.
2: Well, we oh my we gosh. actually went we actually went to the uh, 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 Dolphin Research Center in, in in the Keys, and it's uh, they were they were booked up, and then so we I, I forget which one uh, Circus of the Seas I think is where where we went, <laughs> and uh, uh, they they they're sitting there and they're giving us they're, they're giving us a little uh, uh, seminar. And uh, um, they, they give you they give you colored bands. There's two tanks. there's like a red tank and a yellow tank and 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 and, and, and there's dolphins in each tank and and, uh, and they say now whatever you do, don't touch the dolphin's belly because the dolphin, it's a it's an erogenous zone for the dolphin. and you start rubbing their belly, they get, they get excited, and they said, it might sound funny to get raped by a dolphin. Trust me, it's not an
0: experience you want to... In- it's not on your bucket list.
2: Wow. Wow. Yeah. And, uh,
0: now Carolyn wants to do that. Yeah. And, then, hey. and then my wife taps me. She taps me on the arm, and she points
2: to one of the tanks, and here's a dolphin swimming on his back, Yep. Fully erect, towing a hula hoop around the tank.
0: <laughs> oh
3: my gosh. And it's like what
2: color's that tank? I, that's the red tank. And I look at my wrist, it's like, uh oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but that's how they do it. The male is swims upside down when they when they mate. Mm-hmm. And I, I know no, that. No, make
1: the make the girl get on top. Really? Are you guys lazy in every single species? Come on.
0: <laughs> You're so picky. That's so unusual. Um, <laughs> but uh, what what else is on that list? What else is on that bucket list? Hot air balloon.
2: Never dying would never do it. Never. Dying to
3: do it. My brother in law was given a hot air balloon and he got his pilot's license. He sold it now, so he can't take you. Home. Oh, I'm sorry.
1: Was he here in Colorado? Yes. Oh, darn. But how I'd
2: much did that go for? Since we're pricing these, these bucket items, <laughs> it's radio trading. He sold
3: the actual balloon. I think he just was able to sell the basket once he um, quit. The to balloon Olive Garden? Was a- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the balloon was a self. Um, I think the guy that he bought it, that he got it from, made it himself or something. It, or oh, wow. Something I don't know. It was a good balloon, but I was afraid. I never went up in it, but my oh. children did.
1: Wait, wait. you were afraid to go in a basket, but you're not afraid to go with like a sling around your hips and jump off a mountain because she can well, steer that. You're right.
3: That's the case the, in point. Did you the Wizard of it.
1: Oz, like, mess you up or something? And you went, I do not want to go up in a balloon well, no, but they, and no, but, end no, but, up, but, like, over the rainbow? No, it's a, it's a
2: good point. You don't know where the – you have no idea where that where that, uh, that balloon is yeah, going to go. you can't it's steer just, it. It's right. not – you you go up, and then the wind mm-hmm. takes you wherever, and then hopefully you find a flat place that you can go down.
3: That's There's why no, they go only during certain conditions. But if you're up, conditions can change. and so. Right. But you know, so they go super early. I just never really had a desire to and it always made me feel weird. But my brother-in-law was really safe. Wow.
0: We have a, there's a a hot air balloon festival uh, about five miles from me every year. And I remember one year I started here in my backyard, I started hearing this weird noise and my dog at the time was going crazy. And there was one that got off course and was about maybe a hundred feet above my backyard. Oh my gosh.
1: they heard about yeah. the Tiki Bar and we're yes. like, I'm in. <laughs>
0: there wasn't one then. No, it was just a yard. <laughs>
1: okay, so nobody here has done hot air balloon yet. No. Okay. No.
0: Or it's I've been balloon. offered. I've been offered, but I said no.
1: I really I'd... want to do it. I love this kind of stuff. What else? What else is on that list, Tim? Or Dale? Actually, Dale, what's on your bucket list? What's one thing you are definitely going to do before you're done?
0: Ah, uh, boy, I have no idea. I could, I could vote Democratic, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping to pay off my
2: credit card. But I don't think that's gonna happen. <laughs> or my,
0: my student loan, maybe. Uh, I, you know, I, I really, I don't, I don't know. I don't really have anything that I'm that I'm really uh, pressured uh, or, or, you know, really need to do. I've seen what I need to see. And, you know, I, 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 my, my list is, is fairly empty. I'm looking to add to it. I need to put some, first I have to get a bucket, then I got to put stuff in it. So (laughs) wait,
1: what about, is there something that you want to show Liana? He's got a beautiful new granddaughter who's just three. And, um, is there something on your bucket list for her?
0: Yeah. Teach her how to ride a motorcycle.
3: Yes. I love it. I love it. You know
2: they
1: make
0: yeah
2: they, they make like kitty motorcycles now.
0: I know, I know. I've seen them around. Yeah, she's you know little she's, electric. Uh, yeah, she's still on the ones that she's got a pedal. But uh, I would I would love to uh, take her for a motorcycle ride if her parents you know left her here and they went out of town and nobody knew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You guys a
1: story. So I have a friend, one of my longest friends, my friend Debbie, and she, um, her daughter was 15, and she wanted to learn how to drive, and I was at the beach with her out in Marblehead, Massachusetts, where I grew up, and we spent an afternoon at the beach with her family, and I had a rental car, because I was there visiting, and we were leaving the beach, and um, Ilana said, hey, can I drive? And I said, sure, it's a rental, why not? And I let her drive from the beach. I mean, it was a little town, not a lot of traffic, not a lot of people. It was a Sunday afternoon. I knew it would be easy. And I let her drive. And unfortunately, when we pulled to the end of Deb's parents' house street, you know, where where she was, they happened to be outside and saw Ilana driving. I almost lost a friend because I did something that she did not want to have happen. Really? But I let the kid drive.
0: And and, and 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 here's a little thing, Carolyn. You know, as a risk taker and a daredevil, and when last time she was in Chicago, I asked her if she wanted to go for a ride on my motorcycle. She goes, "Oh yeah, sure." So we're going through some pretty little, you know, tree-covered streets and everything, and I I, I missed a turn, which forced me to go on the freeway. So now all of a sudden, <laughs> yeah. I'm on the freeway about 65 miles an hour and she's freaking out. Go oh, down. Slow down. I said I can't. We're on the freeway. You're going 60. I said no, I'm going 65. You know, settle down. It's going to be
1: all right. Uh, it's not that I was scared of going 65. It's, there's a trust factor there, Dale. Do, do you have radio
2: helmets? Do you have radio helmets, Dale, or was it that loud? No, because it it's 64 miles an hour. That's a pretty elaborate <laughs> conversation. <laughs> I w- it was yeah. also
1: 10 million degrees. It was 10 million degrees. We we're in the strong sun, and we're, we're nowhere near where, you know, he's like, oh, this will be a pretty little drive through a neighborhood. We're on this concrete. There's concrete five, you know, inches from my right thigh. It was not easy. How long did well, you have to go? Long enough.
0: No, it's only about five miles to get to the next turnoff. It was, you know, but she was, yeah, she was definitely freaking out. So I almost stopped and made her get off.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, being on a motorcycle with Dale on a freeway, not on my bucket list anymore. That
0: shit Crossed off. (laughs) You know what is on my bucket list? I always wanted to be in a Western movie. You know, know, like John Cleese, he was a funny man. He was in a Western movie. I always wanted to be in a Western movie, you know, and I thought that would be kind of fun, but I never was. And then I thought maybe I'd go to a dude ranch, but, you know, then you got to, you know, like take you know, care were, of the animals. they You
2: know, they were casting for a Western movie at the Comedy Shrine. Really? A couple of weeks ago, Yeah yeah it's it's too late now. The comedy shrine's closed. and yeah, I don't know yeah. if the, I don't know if the movie's cast, but yeah, they had an open casting call. I wish I would have known that then. I would if I would have passed it on to you. Really? Okay. You know yeah. that
1: there's a place called Casting Networks. It's castingnetworks.com. So for oh, so for any of our listeners who have being in a movie or in a commercial or something, um, if that's on your bucket list, go to castingnetworks.com. You can sign up for an account. You put your picture there and what you're good at and what you want, what you're interested in, and your age and stuff. And when a film or a commercial comes up that's appropriate for you, you'll get an email about it. Oh wow. Yeah, so for, I mean, I know a lot of people have be in a movie or be on TV or something on their bucket list. Huh.
3: Yeah. I'll
0: be done. I'll be Does done. Does
3: anybody else on their bucket list have like a hundred mile trail race? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no.
3: Because that's on mine.
0: No. Uh,
1: you want to run or ride or swim
3: is it oh a you know whatever what I, I want to crawl if i have to <laughs> you know run part of it hike part of it just get through it what, oh, it,
2: yeah, what, what is it what is a hundred mile tree so so it's just a trail, trail out race. in the middle of the woods
3: well they do all you know it's an ultra marathon and it's over mountains or wherever there's a lot there's actually 240 mile races now so there's so 100 miles is not as big of a deal as it used to be. How you live do you, in
1: Colorado, you could do one tomorrow. They have them like every day here. They have a lot of
3: them. How yeah, do you, you have race? To train how,
2: how do you race on a trail? Because a lot of trails, it's only it's only one person wide. So it's I mean, when you see a marathon, it's they it takes up a whole street for the for the the starting. How do you do a trail race?
3: Nobody wants to. Sh- a lot of people don't show up for them because people want to do the marathons, <laughs> in the it, so they're not as big. And it's the it spreads wide right away. I mean, I some I've done two 50ks and gone miles without seeing anyone. So That's do you start really like in a meadow? Behind.
2: Do you start like in a meadow and head for the trail?
3: Or at a trailhead? I mean, there's all different ways. Huh. It just depends where where you are. And there's huh. there's um, races that are flatter, like in Florida, mm-hmm. and then there's races out here that you know you gain 20 or 30 thousand feet within a race. I have a friend who just
1: did the triple bypass again. There's a there's a bike race out here that goes over three 14,000-foot mountains, and it's called the triple bypass because there are three of those climbs in the race, right?
3: I don't race, think they
1: right? go up to 14, do they? Do they go up to the 14ers? or they don't go up to the 12s? I don't the 12s? think so, unless oh, they okay. hit Mount
3: Evans, but I don't, I, I don't know because I don't know that much about it, but I think that they're going over mountain passes, which is still pretty flippin' high. yeah. Because the yeah. 14ers, which ones can you get up to, except for Evans yeah. and... Yeah, if it's and, called
2: the bypass, I'm guessing it... I, I, I don't think it's what they expect you to do or to get. <laughs> it's my guessing it is that you don't actually go up the mountains.
3: <laughs> yeah, you just go around them yep. three times for a triple bypass, right? Yep. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think there, though, there are a
1: couple more things that are on my list. So I have never been to South Africa. I would love to go to South Africa. I you know don't know how safe it is right now, but I have a speaker colleague friend who lives there, so I would have some place to visit. What would you do there? Oh, just explore. Just explore. I don't think I could go on a safari because I think it would break my heart. That's good, because
0: they don't have have them in South Africa. Oh,
3: okay, good. They have have safaris and armored cars
0: in South Africa, but no animals, no.
3: (laughs) Hey, you know what? My nephew was just in South Africa. He was on Naked and Afraid. He was not. on that TV show? He was on Naked, and he was on the one good one that I've ever seen, because everybody got along really well. He was on the, um, oh gosh, what was it? The Rookies and the somebody else. Yeah. Is your was... whole family insane? I mean, I just... <laughs> we do have a lot of activity going on. Yeah. Yeah. My grandma my grandma actually soloed an airplane when oh. she was younger. Yeah. And she only did it once. Her husband, I don't think he ever... I don't think my grandpa ever flew. But she actually got her pilot's license and soloed a plane. So I think she was the impetus to... The adrenaline. How old was she? How family.
2: old was she when she did that?
3: I think she was in her twenties or thirties. Oh, okay. I mean, it was, and she died at a when she was a hundred. You know, so she she was pretty. She did a lot of things, but I think she was the one. So that So it was. There's like a
2: biplane.
3: I don't know what it was. I have no idea because I don't. I don't have a picture or anything. I just know she got her pilot. And you know what? She could have been older than that. I have no idea. I shouldn't have even said that. I have no idea. <laughs> how old we'll, she was we'll assume but. it
0: was a biplane because it's pride month
3: so. <laughs> that's a good assumption i think
0: <laughs> wow you know friends of mine who uh who ride motorcycles several of them have done the uh, iron butt challenge which is a a thousand miles in 24 hours of a motorcycle ride and that just never intrigued me because I don't have an iron butt, and I would have to have one installed before I could do something like that. But, yeah, a lot of them have done that. They just go out to Kansas or something, they hit the 500-mile point, turn around, and come home. You know what a lot of my friends have done? Something called the case
2: race. Is you get a case of beer and see who can finish it the first. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and wow, that's a good one. Because Yeah, because you figure, you know, uh, one beer an hour, you're not even going to get buzzed, but that's going to take you a day. But if you drink, you know, you might be able to chug 24 beers, but you're not going to keep them down in in, in an hour. So it's, so you got to pace yourself. And,
3: uh, have you heard of the beer mile?
2: The beer mile, no. The
3: beer mile. So this happened, I was doing a running event, a six day running event, and this happened after the third day. And they were going to do the beer mile. And we had just gone like 24 miles, and it was a cumulative of 60 at that point. So I'm thinking everybody that's dropping off today is going to do the beer model. And the the six-day people are not going to do it. Almost everyone was six-day people. And so they had to run three more days. So what they did is they stood there, they drank a beer, and then ran a quarter mile, drank a beer, quarter mile, drank a beer, quarter mile, and then drank another one and then ran back. And as fast as they could. Wow. It was horrific. I just stood there and watched. (laughs) It would be fun (laughs) to watch them run back, yeah. And the, the year I did it, the guy that won... He also stripped his shorts, and he came through the finish line with a cowboy hat in front of him, and he ran through it because by then he was drunk.
2: He, <laughs> he was naked and unafraid.
3: <laughs> and he had a really nice tushy. Yeah, he had a really nice tushy. It was, it was a brilliant thing. I have pictures.
1: Yep.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Well, it, this is hard for me to believe, but we have reached the end of our time. <laughs> and we have had a, a great time. One of my bucket lists is to, you know, do a show on time. But still, uh, you know, <laughs> we, we, uh, we we learned a lot. We, thank, Angie, thank you very much for joining us and, and telling uh, fellow boomers that, you know, it's not over. You can still go and, and, and put your life in jeopardy any day of the week and, and do, do dangerous things, you know. <laughs> pet a, Pet a giraffe or whatever you want to do. So uh, thank you very much for joining us. Other than that, Carolyn, any last bucket list thoughts?
1: Well, I have petted a giraffe. Um, no. I have. That's what he called it. Just just go out, you know. Because it was spotted. (laughs) (laughs) I love you guys. Happy summer.
0: Tim, any, uh, any farewell uh, bucket list? Th- well, bucket yeah, list if your things?
2: bucket list is to see a Tim Slegel show, go to my website, timslegel.com, and see if I'm going to be near you.
0: All right, and if your bucket list includes having a good laugh at least once a week, primarily every Friday, go to daleirvin.com, sign up for the Friday Funnies for free, and every week on your uh, computer, you will see something that will make you laugh. Other than that, Thanks again to Angie Kennedy for uh, providing us with a great show. Go out and enjoy the rest of today because today is Another Day Above Ground. And that's it for Another Day Above Ground. For Dale, Tim, and Carolyn, I'm Farad Muhammad. Thanks for listening.